0: This week, we continue with our listener suggestions. Our two cases this episode are each about a young, beautiful woman. Each of them brutally murdered and both cases still remain unsolved. Welcome to episode 34 of Texas 1031. Okay, yeah. So I've lived in Texas my whole life, and I haven't been to New Orleans. And I was like, mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I can appreciate all the cultural stuff. And I don't yes. just have to go out and get shit housed, you know, and right. party. I can go to a museum or a cemetery or whatever yes. and actually make it fun and historical and get drunk. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: that's the best part. Like, the when I went, it was literally just almost on a whim. I planned everything in, like, a month, mm-hmm. and we went. And we were shit housed the whole time. Wait, you
0: went? Yeah. Oh. I went, like, that was
1: two years ago. That's where Brennan and I got together.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He went, he Oh,
0: so that would be, like, a little rain. It, yeah. Oh, and that's it. And he
1: also wants to go to New Orleans for his bachelor party. Well, like, you guys
0: can do, like, a joint one, right?
1: But he, we don't want to do a joint one, because I don't want to.
0: But you're going to run into each other. Exactly. And then you're going to have a fight. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> OK.
1: <laughs> sure. I'm just going to be very drunk and flashing, everybody. Cool. But, like the fucking the Museum of Death is yeah. there. The Voodoo Museum, like there's We can go to all the remansion.
0: Yes. We can go join a coven.
1: Yes. It's fine. Can sacrifice someone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Brennan. With
1: mimosas
0: in hand. Woo! Because you can walk around with well, drinks. Yeah. Uh, hey everyone, this is Cassie and Hannah. This is Texas Ten Thirty One, and this is a Texas true crime podcast.
1: And as you should know by now, we cover lesser-known murder cases that have occurred in Texas.
0: Um, Cassie, your first this episode, yeah? Did I steal your line? No, no, right. no that was your line. Um, <laughs> Cassie's first this episode. Do you have anything to recommend before we start? Mm,
1: do we want to talk about stickers? Stickers. Yeah, your Instagram post about if you leave us. Oh, a that review. was like.
0: Three weeks ago, and so we're
1: not doing it anymore. No, did anything come? Yeah. Oh, so you sent some shit off? Yeah. Oh,
0: I just didn't take pictures of it because people's like addresses were on them.
1: Oh, okay. Well, cool. I got
0: a lot of stamps. It was really fun. Yeah, (laughs) I can show you the stamps that I got. I casually found a stamp with the number thirty-one on it. What? In the like discount bin for like sixty some odd cents, and I was like, "How is that?" I couldn't find a Texas, (gasps) but I found a thirty-one.
1: That's perfect. Yeah, I know. I was
0: like, "Well, this is meant to be."
1: Well, yeah, So it was fine. Oh, God, that's happening.
0: Yeah. um, Not happening anymore.
1: (laughs) So I guess we'll just mention again that we'll be, I guess, in... Oh, my God, it's this week. Mm -hmm. We'll be at uh, Texas Podocalypse at Rio (sighs) Rita and Austin. It's
0: Podocalypse, not Podcalypse. Yeah,
1: it's Podocalypse. What? Because remember... Right? No, that's what we just said. It's Podocalypse?
0: Was I saying Podocalypse or were they... Wait, it's Podocalypse. They were saying... I was saying Podclips. They were saying...
1: Ooh, we can't remember. I
0: think it's Podocalypse. I was pushing the words together. Yes. So I thought it was Podcalypse, but everyone correct term was Podocalypse. Okay, and we decided it makes more sense for it to be pod-calypse. podcalypse.
1: Yes. So we'll be at that thing. Yeah. So if you're in Austin, come out, have a drink with us. We'll be in the corner by ourselves, sneering at everyone. Crying. Yeah. And then we're going to get drunk and go get tattoos. It's
0: yeah, I, mean, I didn't mean
1: huh?
0: What? <laughs> I just said like what we were going to get. And, oh, okay. <laughs> but didn't mean to say it.
1: I like I wanted to mention it to some people and then I was like I don't want to have to explain right. it to anyone. Let's so. explain it now.
0: Cassie and I several years ago on Halloween went to a concert in Austin and it was a nightmare. Cassie got super trashed. I the was the drunkest I've ever been. Just irritated as fuck. 'Cause I didn't want to be there. Not well, because of Cassie, just Well
1: she was in pain, so it was yeah, fun for I her. her to just, be I hated in everything. A prank. It was
0: fine. And I got walked in on when I was trying to pee in a porter potty. It was terrible. <laughs> and it was cold. And um we came up with our own sorority to make fun of, like, all the sororities in UT. No offense to sororities. But still, you are all carbon copies of yeah. each other.
1: But you but and I are. we're also carbon copy yeah, golf exactly. girls, which yes. is why we came up with
0: yeah. this. And it's uh, Iron Maiden Satan.
1: Yes. And we have a whole, like, hand gesture <laughs> yeah, to go that we with never it.
0: remember how to do. I think it's,
1: like... I <laughs> made it insane. Yeah, yeah that's it yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um in case you guys missed it that's what we do and
1: that was our thing yeah and we were
0: supposed to be dressed up for that
1: event oh yeah hannah came up with it and then also forgot some of yeah, the stuff yeah we but both but it's okay. yeah it's fine we both
0: forgot everything it was for the fall of troy the mm-hmm. band and so i was like that'd be funny for halloween if, if we dressed up as helen of troy But, like, not. Also cats. Yeah, but also cats (laughs) because we were drunk when we came up with that. We're drunk a lot together. All the time. Yeah. And so we were, we made shirts that said, Helen. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Helen. (laughs) Helen. Oh, Helen. Oh, Helen. (laughs) And then uh, we had cat ears. I remembered my Helen shirt, but not my cat stuff. And she remembered her cat cat stuff and not her Helen shirt. Yep. So we didn't wear any of it. No.
1: I still have my cat stuff, and I still have my Helen shirt. I don't
0: have any of it. <laughs> I think I kept the cat stuff for a while. I used the cat. My Helen, stuff Helen shirt was too short.
1: Labor. I think I shrunk it. I yeah. used it as a sleep shirt a couple of times. It's just probably like because I shrunk it, gradually
0: turned into like a weird crop top thing uh-huh. before we crop tops were even a thing. And no, we don't wear them. No,
1: we don't. Yeah. Anyway, so that we're gonna get time.
0: that Iron Maiden, Satan, our sorority.
1: Yeah, but anyway. yeah, that's our plans. Because we are antisocial and, we're and no one cares that we're event. there. No one cares, but we'll probably have some stickers and stuff. So if Will you we? care, you? I think. We oh, have you have some a lot. Leftover. You have I a lot left over.
0: I only have a few here. Yeah, anyway. so we okay. have one girl that told okay. us that she's going and she Yay. wants to see us. So I think her name was Amy. Maybe. That'd be cool. There are a lot of Amy's that follow us. There actually, there really are. There are at what least four. Name? It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Sorry, I won't say your name on the podcast anyway because that's <laughs> inappropriate. We'll see you there. Yes. Michael, are you going? Come on, Michael. Let's go. Awesome. Get your mom Texas. to drive you.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, also, cool. I have a podcast recommendation. Oh, okay. It is, again, one of my uber political recommendations. But if you are into Pod Save America or political podcasts, talk into the microphone. Sorry. God damn it. I was pulling hair off my sticky tattoo. Yeah. I just got tattooed so it's gross and sticky Anywho um, It's called The Wilderness It's done by the same people who do Pod Save America On the crooked media thing And it's basically like the first three episodes Are history of the Democratic Party and how it came And then it's really interesting What we do, I, I really loved it And now it's like how the fuck did we get here How the fuck do we change it And it's really well done Like it puts It's us too to late shame, And it's very too much late um, But yeah that's what I'm listening to right now Oh, oh, a oh, recommendation yeah. of fucking Let's Not Meet. Oh, yeah. It's I'm amazing, right? Obsessed. I know. Obsessed.
0: It's so good. If you missed that episode where I recommended the Let's Not Meet podcast, go listen to it or just go read the Let's Not Meet Reddit. Uh, that's what it's all about. He, This guy just reads off the stories on the Let's Not Meet Reddit. If you missed uh, my tweet... I think it was like right after we wrapped up season one. I tweeted about Ghost in the Burbs. Mm -hmm. That podcast is fucking amazing, too. She's hilarious. And the stories are really actually pretty scary. There's one called Lindsay. Go listen to that one. It's about like a doppelganger or it's not a doppelganger. What's the word? I can't remember. Twin. Yeah, but it's a (laughs) demon that pretty much. Oh, oh, it's like a mimic. That's what it is. It's your mimic that walks around and like. It was really fucked up. These are true stories. They're not. And not that Let's Not Meet isn't true. But anyway, she's really
1: funny. I'm going to subscribe right now.
0: And yeah, that's all. Yay. This is episode 34. And yeah, while it. Cassandra subscribes to Ghost in the Burbs. <coughs> so if
1: we have nothing else no, yes, to talk about, we have another. Um, like we said last episode, we're doing uh, listener mm-hmm. recommendations, listener requests. Um, so this one comes from our listener, Crystal, who's been a long-time oh, listener. Oh, perfect. Mine's, mm-hmm.
0: about, mine's Crystal's too, so Are we can kidding? do both of hers. Yeah, Crystal,
1: this is your episode. Yeah. We love you so much. You're the reason we're on Podbean.
0: Yeah, you... she's been our like, long-time numero uno for yeah. a hot minute since like the beginning. She's yeah. the Seabrook lady, lady from Seabrook. Uh uh-huh. just kidding. She's not from Seabrook. <laughs>
1: um, no, I think she might be. Yeah,
0: I'm kidding just because of anonymity. Oh my <laughs> God, don't say that. Yeah,
1: never mind. Yeah, but yes, Crystal. So... Thank you very much. Yeah, for listening and
0: I'll leave it in there because it's all on the public Facebook. It's fine. Yeah, whatever.
1: So <clears throat> this is the murder of Sylvia Salinas. So, Forensic files. Tuesday, October thirty first, <gasps> Halloween, as we all know, nineteen eighty nine in Galveston, Texas. Here yeah, I was born. <laughs> oh man, so many things. Yeah. This is Crystal so sylvia salinas a vibrant and beautiful like beautiful 30 year old woman was murdered in the small grocery store she owned called salinas food store off of 31st and avenue q she was on 31st oh my god yeah and avenue q is my favorite street in galveston because it makes me think of like the broadway show about Oh yeah, yeah. Or okay. Whatever. Yeah, all just, the houses there are so cute. So many things. Yes, it's cute. a very really cute area. Oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so around 123 p.m., so during the daytime, on this chilly—yes, I looked up the weather—chilly Tuesday. Look at that research. <laughs> the security company representing Sylvia's store received notification that a robbery was in progress. Um, this alarm was triggered. It was a silent alarm triggered by the emptied till. So if the cash register was weighted enough, yeah, to where all the cash was emptied out at one time, that would trigger the alarm, which I thought was really advanced for 1989. Sylvia was alone in the store manning the counter. So 123, remember, is when the alarm goes off. At 1.27 p.m., the first officer arrived at the scene responding to the uh, security call, and he finds Sylvia behind the counter dead. She So this is, if you can't do math, no nope. four minutes. Four he fucking minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so she had been stabbed in the chest once. No defensive wounds were found on her hands, forearms, or wrists. And a 9 to 10 inch blade was found near her body, presumably the murder weapon. So, like we said, the register was emptied, aside from some food stamps and coins. Sylvia had a machete and a gun underneath the counter. Both were untouched. Neighborhood that uh, her store was in wasn't sketchy. There were no suspicious activity reported. Um, no weird people had been noticed. So this kind of starts to lead to the belief that maybe she knew her murderer. Maybe it was a regular to the oh, area. Oh, OK, got it. Sylvia's cousin, Jesse, said in an interview with a Galveston County newspaper, Galveston City newspaper, whatever I wrote catchy, down catchy, later, catchy. Um, he said, I think it's just senseless. He didn't have to kill her. It's senseless. It's just for money. So police in the following months interviewed 20 men, all of whom were eliminated as suspects. Um, Here we go. In the Galveston Daily News newspaper, um, the police were asking for two men who were seen near the scene of the crime um, right around the time. One was on a payphone outside of the store. And another was running down an alley. But in this article I read, uh, it was done about five days after the murder. They were just looking at these people as like, hey, you might have been in the area and seen something. Witness, yeah. Exactly. So they weren't like, these could be our guys. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because in the early 90s, late 80s, I feel like police weren't super careful about stuff. So they weren't alienating any witnesses by making them feel like they were suspects. So yeah. So that's cool. Um, so, did these people see something? No.
0: Payphone, wow. That's uh, yeah. back. <laughs> Actually, way back. Way yeah. yeah. back.
1: So, this case, of course, goes cold. But police had fingerprints and a VHS tape of the crime scene that they took. Um, this tape was taken a couple hours after the murder occurred. And on the video, you can see a large crowd outside the white building um, and police tape blocking the door. They then move inside, and you can see bloody footprints on the store floor, and then they pan back to the murder weapon on the counter and Sylvia's body 10 feet or so back. This video is the only evidence left after Hurricane Ike came in and destroyed Sylvia's and dozens of other cold case files. It's always a
0: flood, uh you know?
1: That's what they all, that's like the (laughs) telltale, or...
0: Stereotypical?
1: Stereotypical, whatever. Yeah. like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from any TV show, like yeah. when the cops are trying to be shy, they're like, oh, it was destroyed in a flood. Because it's, like, it's really? the perfect spot, like yeah. down in the
0: basement. You but know? we know fucking where Galveston. Yeah. Yep, that's probably likely.
1: So luckily, fingerprint evidence still exists. Um, it was preserved, so that's oh, good. Okay. Um, but it is believed that Sylvia from... Evidence seen in the VHS and immediately following the crime, it's believed that she was stabbed first and suddenly, and then robbed. Yeah. Um, rather than robbed, because there's no defensive wounds. So yeah. She wouldn't have been fighting off
0: anyone. They just like came in and went whack. Like, exactly. Oh. Yeah, and she had been sitting down at the time of the crime, Maybe so probably looking down, probably. probably like reading something, and didn't yep. even.
1: And since that her gun and her machete were mm-hmm. right there, and she didn't make any How moves any for time? them. It's definitely thought that someone she knew committed this crime against her. Um, Sylvia's own brother, Darylis, said that she would not let anyone behind that counter unless she knew that person and felt comfortable with that person.
0: So, so they think they came around they the counter. They think they came around the counter. Oh,
1: yes, which is even weirder. To yeah,
0: because I was thinking like if it was over the counter, that's right. still strange. Of like she would still have a split second to see someone she above her. Coming with a knife yeah. towards her chest as uh, sitting down, she could reach for something. And
1: that accuracy is a little bit yeah too, too good. accurate. Yeah. yeah,
0: so they do
1: believe that this person was okay. behind the counter. Um, Selena's family is a huge catalyst uh, to keeping this case on investigators' minds, um, and they're really hoping new technological developments can solve her case. So the most recent article I read saying that this VHS tape was the only living evidence that could help solve this
0: crime was written in May of this year. Oh, wow. So it's very recent. That's weird. My case had a thing written in May of oh this my year. Oh, God. Crystal.
1: <laughs> so we don't have much about um, Sylvia just because it's the late 80s. This was before the time of internet, online obituaries, mm-hmm. before Facebook. So what I could find out was that 400 people attended her funeral. Um, it's like I said, she was beautiful, absolutely fucking beautiful. The fact that she owned her own store at age 30, that's crazy cool. So although police are looking into her case again, they still need help and are taking information from people. So if you have an uncle or a cousin or a family member or yourself lived in that area Mm -hmm. at the time, you know, maybe... Chat with them a little and say, hey, did you hear about this? Do mm-hmm. you know anything? Because we hear about it all the time where people just go quiet. They, don't, they were never contacted by mm-hmm. police, so they're like, well, they must have all they need. But this crime is still unsolved, um, and the fingerprints are being resubmitted. So hopefully new database records I mean, would, can help with that. But like I said, it's
0: still unsolved. How much money did they get? Was it worth their... Alleged friends' life.
1: When I read, I read some old newspaper articles, and they weren't at that time at liberty or whatever to discuss whether or not the store was burglarized. But from what I saw, only money was taken from the till. So that leads me into questions and theories. Did she have any? enemies Mm -hmm. did she have a stalker Mm -hmm. did she have someone that was angry at her for whatever reason like was this robbery the motivation Mm -hmm. or was her murder the motivation because i feel like maybe you robbed her to kind of cover your tracks like oh this was a deter the distraction so they're discussing this and investigating this as a robbery turned murder When It could have been someone that was a regular, someone,
0: an ex that she knew. I almost said mobbery, sorry.
1: (laughs) Mobbery. It was the mobbery. (laughs) Um, My belief is that since there was one fatal stab, there are no defensive wounds. She had weapons so close by, which means she was ready and prepared for someone to come fuck with her, and she Mm -hmm. wasn't going to let that happen. I think the person that did this to her knew her. And hated her for some reason and I don't think the robbery was the motivation. Mm -hmm. I think her murder was the motivation and the robbery was just a either I might as well or just throw my scent off. For sure. Um, I mean Was there anyone else that worked there? Nope. She was the only one who worked there, the only one manning it. And it's in the middle of the day on Halloween. So I if it was at night on Halloween, I could almost put this to gang violence mischief. But during the middle of the day, no one saw anyone suspicious. Nothing is out of the ordinary. This makes me think this person was of the
0: ordinary for that area. And let's let, recap the camera footage again because, yes. like, they did. I know it got destroyed or whatever in the flood, Mm -hmm. but they didn't capture anyone on it. No, the camera footage was taken by
1: police a couple hours after the crime. After, so it wasn't surveillance cameras from her place. Oh, 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 right. Got it. Got it. it. So it was they took a VHS camcorder, yeah, and they filmed throughout. So
0: so she had an alarm system, maybe by default because it came with the cash register or something, but then. You have all this extra, you know, uh, security for yourself, but you didn't have security cameras? I know. And it could be the time before security cameras were really... I guess. I don't know. More commonplace in banks or businesses like of higher whatever.
1: From what I read, this was a neighborhood store. In a neighborhood that everyone knew her and 400 people at her funeral. So everyone knew this woman. They probably all patronized her store so motherfucker was probably at her funeral too yep and he might be he might have been outside in the crowd you know outside the store showing face i really 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 feel like this person i mean we'll post pictures of her on our instagram of course mm-hmm. there's only one and that's all you need she's yeah. gorgeous i feel like she could have had some kind of stalker
0: yeah. Um, was she I, dating someone or? I didn't read anything about that. Sounds like a tough bitch. She probably wasn't. hmm
1: And from what I read about what police were doing and everything, I feel like they were very thorough. Yeah. You know, they Thrillist they did be. their job. And so I feel like if she had had, and her parents were around, her, her family was involved. So mm-hmm. I think if she had had a boyfriend or someone like that, they would have yeah. questioned him um it's possible that the person who did this was interviewed and cleared because they just couldn't pin it on him Mm because it was the early 90s i don't know i unfortunately feel kind of doubtful that it'll ever be solved because all the evidence was destroyed yeah (laughs) like they have fingerprints but who knows if that person if it is a stalker or someone who is angry at her like i lean more towards this not being a hardened criminal or someone who is in the system or mm-hmm. maybe has been in the system since. Committed so. something. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So this is or, a tough yeah. one. I mean, stalker sounds like it could be an option. You have tons of people coming in and out of your store every day mm-hmm. that they only see you working the counter. You yep. develop those relationships. They take it too far. And, you know, we're like, oh, hey, so-and-so, you're here to get your daily whatever. Yeah. And they just turn right around the corner and you think they're going somewhere else and just... Yep. I mean, I wonder if, like... I'm picturing a counter and they come around the side and ask her, like, I'm sitting in front of you. Hey, can you grab that thing behind you? And she turns around, stands up, turns around. And when she turns back around to face the person, that's when they stab her. Because... You would think that she would maybe try and put her hand up or, or, or something to block at least the first initial stab attempt mm-hmm. and there would be more defensive wounds from then on. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah. No, it does. But it, she was seated at the time of her she murder.
0: She was found seated. She Doesn't mean she died the, or was, she was hit
1: seated. She was found on the floor. Oh, OK. But it's led, like, the trajectory, I guess, is the gotcha, investigators to yeah. think that from she was above seated. above
0: and then slipped down or something. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why I think... God. it has to be someone who knew her that she knew trusted enough to because if she was that if there was a if it, she was shot to death mm-hmm. then i could maybe say someone had a gun to her she had her hands up that's why she didn't yeah, go yeah. for her weapons or defend herself but she, a knife like you have to be close range so someone was hiding this knife someone knew her enough to allow themselves behind the counter and get that close to her that it could be a one sh- strike done i'm gone completely gone four minutes after the alarm right. comes off police are there immediately and this person's already gone
0: and it's one of those risky things like you said it's during the day mm-hmm. but we've talked about that before that maybe that's the time to maybe do a robbery yep. because you're not expecting it yeah but also you just don't know who could pop into the store that's right. pretty risky exactly which means you're maybe fueled with more anger which makes it more personal mm-hmm. which makes it more likely that it's definitely someone she knew but yep. i don't know it's a really tough one. That was good. I like that one. Yeah,
1: it's really short, but it's, there's still a lot of, I hope it's soft one day for the sake of her family. Yeah. It's her niece that never met her that mm-hmm. called the. Uh, news station that did a local story on Mm -hmm. like unsolved crimes. And she was like, my aunt was murdered and that was never solved. So I'm going to call. And that got the attention back on it. So her family Um, still cares. They still want to know. So, okay, I I hope.
0: Crystal was on some sort of like surfing the web thing, because mine is like 30 years ago. And we both had the like May of this year like thing she must have like been on like whatever being crystal like, was going into uh, yeah. a deep dive but uh, yes. she was like i don't want to do all this research so let's i'm just gonna give them like three yeah. of the ones i just read on one website i like it I and like we like think it. it's all coincidental it's like no this is easily explained with just a google history <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right um, cool do you have anything else to say no just fuck the no unknown ever. assailant and yeah. 30 years old that's really young so mm. i'm so sorry sylvia
0: Well, at least you died on a good day. Yeah. You
1: know. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now on to more horrible things. Oh, man. Uh,
0: so this week I have a very graphic and unsolved murder, just like Cassie's and Crystal recommended this one as well, just to reiterate. Um, so I got a lot of this information from our local ABC news channel here in Houston since they had recently filmed special coverage on the case back in May of this year. Crystal. What? So, picture it, April 8th, 1988, a woman's body would be discovered behind a retail building. And according to Google Maps, today the building stands as Henry Henderson's Pub. But back then, it was uh, an old Academy sporting goods store, which I had no idea that Academy was like a thing in the 80s. Yeah. Mm, didn't know that. Interesting. Um so the man who finds the body claims he was unloading merchandise from a delivery truck and believed he was seeing the remains of an old mannequin that had been tossed aside. This is the man- one time that the maybe the mannequin theory could work, right? Because store- like, exactly, store, yeah, yes, they like toss out old mannequins on the t- yeah. It's all the never time. a
1: mannequin on the side of the road for sure,
0: yeah. No. And I think Academy sells guns, so maybe they use them for like target practice outside too I don't know um, anyways he said he was uh, he soon realized after seeing blood that the mannequin was most definitely human Um, you know what sidebar I actually watched episodes from this old show called deadliest warrior and they essentially like have these mannequins that have blood and organs and like so you can like tell the, like trajectory of like things anyway, oh, wow. it's cool it's really nerdy but it's cool <laughs> anyway it was on spike if you like that kind of thing go watch it <laughs> Um. Anyway, so the body would be that of 19-year-old, yeah, Jacqueline Michelle Graham. Strangely enough, I knew a girl in junior high whose name was Jacqueline Michelle. Um, She was one of those, she was in one of those families that they would name all their kids With the first like letter The same letter You know what I mean Mm -hmm. Like the
1: Kardashian
0: Yes Thank you so much (laughs) Um, Anyways So he ran How many times am I going to say Anyways (laughs) He ran inside And told his manager Hey There's something outside You need to come look Body Yeah I (laughs) need manager help here (laughs) I need an adult I can't
1: call the cops on my own I need my manager To tell me what to do I'm sorry
0: (laughs) Jacqueline uh, This is the worst of it all I think Jacqueline would be found nude shot twice, stabbed more than 20 times, sexually mutilated, Ugh. run over by a vehicle and most likely dragged some distance by that same vehicle.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, so someone was fucking insanely mad at her.
0: We yeah, literally that's kind of the quote that the cop says. We've had long drawn out poisonings on this podcast. We've had children being raped and hanged on this podcast, but I don't think we've ever had someone get run over and dragged by a car. I think that's a first for us. Yeah. So how did Jacqueline get to this point? So April 8th, 1988 was a Friday night and Jacqueline was newly single. She had just moved out of her apartment. She was sharing with her boyfriend at the time and being only 19 and a sophomore in college, she now found herself living in, an, in a garage apartment in Spring, making it by. Uh, spring is a suburb of Houston, if anyone didn't know. Sorry, if, unless I didn't state that before. Um, she headed out to one of her girlfriend's houses or girlfriend's house and the two got ready for a night out together. Um. So if you're from the Houston area, maybe you'll remember this place. It evidently doesn't exist anymore. But regardless, I love little details like this. So the girls headed to the 6th Avenue Club near Highway 6 and West Little York. Hmm. Can you picture that? I can. In your mind? I was
1: there just the other day. It's
0: not the greatest area. Yeah. Well, now, but I don't know what it was like in the 80s yeah. or the 90s. It could have just been normal. So seems to be or seems to me to be like a decent drive from spring to just go to like a shitty club in the suburbs. But But, what clubs were in spring at that point? I mean, evidently, there I guess I don't I don't know. I mean, I feel like spring kind of was like because if you think about it's on 1960, Mm. like it's near 1960. Okay, And 1960 is known for some shady shit shady yeah (laughs) um i'm wondering if they went there instead because they were underage oh yeah and if they went to you know montrose or downtown they wouldn't be let in or allowed to drink blah 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 so this way maybe they actually knew someone who could give them drinks and just you know turn a blind eye so anyways she seems um oh just got a text message sorry (laughs) Uh, It pops up on my computer. So she was seen there by several witnesses. More importantly, she was seen having an argument with her ex boyfriend. Mm. I didn't see any details on this, like whether it was physical or just a drunken kind of teenage, like take me back, no, fuck you, argument kind of thing, like where you just kind of make a small scene. Like, how many times have we seen that out in public? Like a million times. I've done that as well. You fight and you don't think that anyone's looking, but they are. It was just after midnight when Jacqueline left the bar. She was last seen sitting on a bridge abutment at the intersection where the bar was around 2.20 in the morning. Notice that time gap and keep that in mind because Mm -hmm. I think it's weird. Her bloody clothes were found in a dumpster not far from where her body was found. And then more of her personal items were found further down from the scene. Uh, You might know how to pronounce this street at Telg... Telg... T-tel-telgy? T-E-L-G-E,
1: mm-hmm. Telgi. Telgi,
0: okay, yeah. and West Road. Interesting. So now I looked up this intersection. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's 30 years later, but there is kind of like this corner block, uh, like right at the intersection where there's like a couple of restaurants and a nail place, etc., whatever. It's just a little strip mall and entirely like surrounding it is neighborhoods. Mm. So definitely not secluded. Right. And based on just like the layout, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was 30 years ago, but sometimes established cities, they don't change that much. They change the, you know, what is in those buildings, obviously, but the structure and layout and zoning of it doesn't change. So I feel like that's kind of how it was, regardless of what was there. Um, so I just wanted to paint that picture, I guess, of kind of how, what was in the surrounding area, where some items of her th- of her things were found. It wasn't just some field. Right. Yeah. Um, the investigation began with monitoring her ex-boyfriend and other people close to Jacqueline. Detectives even attended her funeral to try and gain information on their suspects by taking notes on people's actions and emotional states during the funeral itself, which I thought wow. was cool. Yeah. Um, it. In the little video clip, it kind of showed photocopies of the notes that the, detect- that the detectives took all those years ago. It was interesting. Wow. Um, it has been 30 years, and her case remains unsolved, even after her clothing was retested in 2007, leaving the investigation yet again with no leads. Sergeant Abraham Alanis, Forensic Files, <laughs> the cold case detective that has been assigned to her murder, is quoted saying, someone hated her. There was a lot of anger there. Just like Cassie kind of said earlier. Yep. Jacqueline was born on September 7th, 1968. She was a college student at Houston Community College studying interior design. She had beautiful, long, curly 80s hair and a really pretty smile. Her headstone reads, our beloved daughter, a very caring person. I thought that was kind of a... Very caring person.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: interesting. you have a nice personality. Right. Like that kind of statement. But I was like, all right, I'm going to read it anyway. Um, and as usual, since there isn't much information on the case, being that it is still an open investigation and that it occurred 30 years ago, I'm going to speculate. What?
1: I think it's the ex-boyfriend. 100%. Yeah. How have they I so think it's the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right.
0: Okay. So this is what I have to say. Where did the friend go who came with her to the bar? What did she have to say? Did Jacqueline tell her she was going somewhere? Did she just tell her, hey, I'm going to go step outside, get some fresh air after that fight with the ex-boyfriend? Why wouldn't they leave together? Like, if your mm-hmm. girlfriend is like, oh, my God, I just had this horrible fight. Like, yes, her. exactly. It's like Hex. all eyes on her. Like, what happened to the friend? And more importantly, what why did she what did she have to say? Yeah. There's a major time gap, like I mentioned, uh-huh. when she left the bar and when she was last seen. So what happened between midnight and 2.20? It's a, over two hours later. It's a long time. Did they check cab companies who got a call saying, hey, come pick me up. I'm at a bar. Did they check even bus stops that were near there? She was waiting outside for something or someone for some reason, mm-hmm. right, for, is my point. For that long, you you would go back into the bar after a certain yeah. point. Was if she you waiting for her friend? Was right. She, yeah. Did she use a phone? Like, I don't know. Were she and her friend both so drunk to drive, so she went outside to sober up, waited for the ride while the friend stayed inside? I'm just trying to, like, maybe corroborate, like, why the friend wasn't involved. Right. Um. But at the 220,
1: the bar's closed. I bring assuming. that up, too. Okay.
0: So, were there any cameras at the gas station, the academy, or the bar itself that picked up any footage? What about the dumping ground for personal items? Was the person from the area and knew where to dump her body and where to... Knew- knew where to dump her clothes and personal items Mm -hmm. did the person live in one of those neighborhoods i mentioned i mean it's on the way home right yeah you forget oh shit i still have this in my car that's hers Mm -hmm. i gotta get rid of it bars close at two people start paying their tabs and walking out soon after so it's 220 did anyone see a car pull up to the bridge or near there and see any interaction Was it a bar patron that she knew? Did she and her friend frequent that place like I thought they might have earlier and maybe the guy saw her and offered her a ride?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's almost 3 a.m. She just wants to go home. So she takes him up on the offer. Right. The boyfriend clearly has motive. Yes. I don't know why they broke up. It wasn't brought up. I don't know what their argument was about. But
1: fighting that night.
0: I would have it, to me, it could have been one of those things like, let's get cute and let's go out and show him what he's missing right. Da 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 and petty like that. And so it was all kind of they knew they were going to have a fight because yeah. it was all like, let's meet up and let's talk or whatever. But I mean, it doesn't mean that he killed her.
1: Yeah. But who else would have that type of rage against her? Right.
0: Did he have a gun? What What? What did the ballistics come back with? Yeah. You know what I mean? What evidence showed? Did it show anything at all? Were they able to match it to anything? Obviously not. Was she raped and mutilated or just the latter? Mm-hmm. Mutilation gives off more of a vindictive and personal vibe to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stabbing is obviously personal. Two shots is overkill. Running her over with a car. Over is overkill. Anger, anger. Yeah. yeah. I was like. You have to be an idiot to think like, okay, I stabbed her 20 times. I shot her twice. But uh, let me just run her over like, like just in case, just in you case. know, yeah. be safe. Were there tire tracks? Right. How does this happen essentially in multiple public places and this go unsolved for 30 years?
1: How did they clear the boyfriend? Was their DNA mm-hmm. what they fucking cleared him?
0: They had a lot of suspects, evidently. There were several and he was on the list and they interviewed him like three or four times. What? Nothing came of it. So.
1: That doesn't make Any sense because this is a very personal Mm -hmm. murder. So who else
0: but her? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't even know how he wasn't just arrested by default because this was so terrible. And I'm sure that, no offense to um, Sylvia, but like her murder is like, all right, this poor lady got stabbed and it was a store and yada yada. But this is like, extra disgusting yes. so you'd be like this is a poor sweet 19 year old innocent child let me go find her murderer and yeah. they would have just put him away just because
1: and it's like you don't want to say that, i never want to say that it's shoddy police work but mm. it doesn't seem like it because they took extra yeah. steps to going to her funeral and such so it's yeah. i mean it might just be a product of the time dna still was kind of a fabrication
0: but i mean Maybe. in 2007 they retested her clothing oh shit yeah and nothing came back I don't know if it wasn't... It came back with no matches or just came back with nothing but her own DNA. Do you know what I mean? It didn't specify. What the fuck? So, and the last thing I'll kind of question for my own, like, personal peace of mind and paranoia, I kind of wanted to know what order did these events take place? Yes. Was she tortured with the mutilation and being dragged by the car? Which... did? How did someone not see a human being dragged? But okay. Or and hear it. Then was she stabbed and shot? Like, what was her... You wouldn't drag someone by the car unless you want them to feel it. So why shoot them? You know what I'm saying? You want them to feel that and live through that. And shooting and stabbing, I feel like, would be the last things to be done. So what I wanted to know what they determined her direct cause of death was.
1: And you, you can't even say, like, was there a serial killer on the same right. time? Because that's not an M.O. That's a particular amount of rage to right. have for one person. I you started do going that down
0: that path of, like, were there specific criminals that had just been paroled? Was there any sort of, you know, crazy <coughs> pedophile or anyone in the area? Mm-hmm. You know, but I didn't go that far because I was like, that's a forever. So either this person was the fucking scum of the earth or they knew her and they were pissed. Yeah. And the only person I can think of is the boyfriend. Of but course. Who else? I don't know. Unless, was it multiple people? Was right. it all of his friends and they just did all kinds of crazy sh- shit to her? Did I she mean, cheat on him and like he flipped out? I don't know.
1: Taking this to another level, did his boyfriend have any ties with like the Aryan gang society? Gang violence? Gang violence? Anything mm-hmm. like to warrant that not being such a far stretch, like a far next step. Mm-hmm. Because that's brutal. But it's also like the dragging, like when you said dragging, that was reminiscent of um,
0: the, I believe he was a gay black man who was- James Bird Jr.? Yes. I don't know if he was gay, but I think it was just just a racial hate crime. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that all the time.
1: Yeah. that That makes me think that that's something that just was, maybe not the norm, but wasn't completely foreign to the person who did it.
0: Or it kind of leads me down the track of like, maybe this wasn't personal. Maybe this was just a sick individual. Because as personal as you want to be, killing someone is still terrible. So it's like that almost has to take factor into like, you don't know this person. Mm -hmm. And so you don't feel bad about doing that kind of thing to them. And who knows this?
1: She might, Jacqueline might have resembled whoever murdered her. Let's say it's not someone she knows. She might have resembled a girlfriend that hurt that person or a mother or aunt or someone that... She actually
0: looked a lot older than she was. Not like by like she looked like shit because she looked older, but she didn't look 19.
1: So it's possible that that particular rage was not necessarily for her, right. but it was for who she, she was looked like. as. Yeah.
0: You catch a guy who's had one too many mm-hmm. out in BFE Spring, Texas in the 80s, sees a lonely girl and decides to whatever... I mean, it's not like we've never heard of this, right? You hear about this kind of one-off shit all the time. That's absolutely horrendous.
1: But a lot of the times, you can trace it back to someone. Like, yeah. it's a boyfriend, or it's a whatever. Or they commit
0: something else later on. Yeah. The yeah. fact that
1: this just this can't be a one-off crime. It's just Evidently too brutal. It so, like,
0: wartime. I wonder, like, if there's a connection with, like, it. Ha- there has to be a connection with the area, because yes. clearly. They Did, were there
1: for a reason. Yeah, in that like
0: area. he knew that the academy. Like we're all we're not stupid. We can picture the back end of a big department store and know that it's probably empty and it has some whatever yada yada happening dumpsters and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like clearly he knew that he could go back there and dump this and it would be found. She would be found. And there's maybe no she wanted cameras. he wanted her to be found. And that I can dump this stuff at the gas station because there's no cameras and no one's gonna see it and I can drop this stuff because it's on my way home. Like he knew the area. Yeah. And maybe had seen her there before.
1: Did he work at the academy?
0: Or maybe, maybe at one point and that he wanted yeah. to be close to yeah. where she would be found. Yeah. Maybe it was Damn. another stalker situation. It could they be. Kept, they saw her, maybe it was a fucking another student and a teacher at her school. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, men do fucking <laughs> crazy fucked up shit. Yeah. It's
1: not unheard of.
0: No, definitely not.
1: I want to know what the boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. what he would say today. You know, like if this is something
0: that. Yeah, I didn't even get his name. Right. I couldn't even find a name on him.
1: That's so weird. The fact that there's so little information. Well, because him. it's
0: still open. They can't know, do much, know. you know. I mean, unless you knew them personally, I don't think that they were going to. They didn't even release the name of the friend. So Yeah,
1: that friend. Yeah, that f- that friend. That uh-huh. friend. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I would never. Like, no. It would be accidental. It, like, my friend would have to run off, and I would not go another couple hours without realizing, Right. Like, where's Jacqueline? You would know immediately, but you could maybe lose your friend for half an hour or so if they run off after a fight and they're upset. But yeah, but, I mean, I'm picturing, still, like,
0: the bar is right here. Here's the street. And club. here's the fucking, like, yeah. yeah. It's it's not, they say club, but it's it's a fucking hole in the wall dive right. bar, you know? And yeah. I don't, I think that the friend maybe got caught up doing whatever she was doing inside and wasn't paying attention. Or maybe she maybe. just said, give me some space. I need a second. But, like, I just. She could just be kind of a selfish, kind of shitty friend. Yeah. You know? Who knows how close they were? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, that was the really, really disgusting story of Jacqueline Michelle Graham. And if anybody has any information about these cases, call the police. Please? Yeah. yeah. Someone knows something.
1: <laughs> like, fucking. Absolutely. Fucking absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, shit. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, I'm done. Well. Guys, that's going to wrap up episode 34. Yep. Thanks um, for listening.
0: 35? 34. 34. Yeah, I, that's I just what's don't 30, have 30. my notes.
1: I'm probably. Oh, okay. Here. Do you need it?
0: No, I can get it right. because <laughs> then I'll spaz holding your phone. <laughs> Yeah, um, where to find us on social media. We put in the show notes as well as where to donate to us on PayPal. Yeah,
1: please do it. Please do things and rate us, review us, and all of that. Because we need it.
0: Dude, season two, I don't give out. a fuck. Yeah. I think it's our yeah. our time has, the ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah. We have Michael, man. It's true. I That's just, all we need. I need to stop mentioning his name or he's going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's going to think we're going to murder him. <laughs>
0: yeah. mm-hmm. Well, we'll be back next week Mm. with more Texas True Crime. And finishing out the listener-suggested stories. Mm -hmm. And if anyone's listening, happy Happy Halloween. Halloween.